Welcome to the Creator Economy Podcast with your hosts Zain and Bilal. This podcast will cover everything related to the creator economy, such as trends, creators, brands, existing and emerging platforms in this exciting new space. In this episode, we're going to talk about the intersection of politics and the creator economy. So let's get started. Bilal, do you see any potential intersection between the creator economy and politics? Um, first, thank you, Zen, for this introduction. I know how much you hate politics, so I appreciate uh, enduring this, uh, the next 10 minutes of uh, this intellectual torture. Um, and to answer your question, Yes, uh, I see there are intersections uh, between the creative economy and politics. And there is definitely a shift in how politics is played at the moment and how politicians are reaching out to their audience and creating short, impactful messages to communicate wider policies. And they're doing that because the online space is very crowded and messages need to be delivered in a format that fits a small screen and consumed on the go. And so not only politicians, but political activism has moved to be a dominant topic on social media and it's being championed. And a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, causes and uh, social issues are being uh, championed by creators online. Cool. So can you give us a few examples on how is this happening in, like with the real life examples? Uh, Yeah, so uh, this year's London mayoral election had two candidates with no political backgrounds. But who needs the backing of political parties when you are a creator on social media? In this case, we are referring to Max Fosh and uh, Miko Omilana, who campaigned alongside career politicians in the fight for the nation's capital. And although both of them have lost, Nico managed to come in fifth in a race of 20 candidates, which proves the power that creators have to drive voter turnout and the power of their outreach. And so Nico is a 23-year-old British YouTuber and has a community of 3.7 million subscribers. And he ran his campaign uh, using uh, this community. And do you think like... uh we will ever have a creator who becomes a president of a country or uh, maybe a uh, prime minister or an MP? Um, yes, I do. I do think so. Uh, I think Trump is the first creator that managed to run a campaign using Twitter as his main tool, followed by Facebook. And he, him and his campaign really gave importance to uh, big networks. And he won the elections because he's amassed a large community on social media. And he was engaging with his audience for like years before he started campaigning. And he was engaging with them directly. And he came across as authentic. And just to make it clear here, Zen, uh, 
I know you like Trump, but I don't agree with his politics. But I do believe he came across as more genuine and authentic than his opponent. And so I do. And and Trump was known before that, like, um, so he did The Apprentice. So he is an entertainer. He is a creator and he became a president. So I, I think he was the first uh, creator to become president. And I mean, on, on that note, I mean, if you have like, so imagine an impact of a creator with a larger, like with a larger audience. Okay, so like Mr. Beast, who is probably the most famous YouTuber in the world. He's in his early 20s. He has 70 million subscribers uh, to his YouTube channel. And his videos uh, received tw uh, like 11 billion views in 2021 so far. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if he ran to become the U.S. president in the future because he has the community and this community is growing and we know that online communities are now key drivers in any election. Nice. So, by the way, I'm not a Trump fan. I don't know. <laughs> Just to clear things up. Uh, cool. So uh, I have. Uh, so, yeah. Can you give us, uh, give us an example of how creators can use a platform for the better? So we don't have another Trump, for example. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could never avoid uh, not having or having another Trump because uh, we live in democracies and it's uh, whoever, uh, whoever build a rapport, a genuine rapport with the people uh, would win, would win an election. So and this is where like a, a creators uh, the, a, a, this is the, the role or the importance of creators because they can use their platforms to push forward policies and agendas they believe in they could also like raise awareness about social injustice and issues in underrepresented communities and even support and endorse politicians so we have the black lives matter the me too movements that they started as small campaigns, but then they were championed by creators that amplified uh, these movements outreach and in turn pressured many politicians to recognize these demands. Cool. So, um, okay, I have a final question for you, Bilal. What are the best tactics people running for election can do when uh, collaborating with creators? Um, I mean, I would say that politicians will find themselves forced to work with creators or include creators' influence in their campaigns. But they have to find authentic creators that have the right rapport with the right audience um, and use messages that are relevant to the people and delivered by creators they, uh, people trust and admire. And the point here, I would like to point out to the fact that the trust and the rapport that the creator has with their audience is not transferable so it's not easy to transfer it to a political party or a politician so it would be interesting to see how political campaign managers work out the dynamics between politicians and creators to run a successful campaign but i i think creators are the future of politics and uh, this is a genuine belief that i have what do you think, Zane? Uh, 
Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you, I think. So uh, they have to uh, work with uh, creators that are relevant uh, and are, that are authentic. So it's more about uh, finding people that already tapped in into some topics that people care about and communities care about and of, uh, working with these people specifically instead of doing a mass marketing influencer campaign uh, and to try to make it uh, like uh, authentic so it doesn't come across as very tactical because you, sometimes you can see when there's a uh, like an online tactical campaign people can see through it so it's uh i agree with you on that and especially the authenticity of campaigns cool so uh for someone that doesn't like politics you have very insightful uh, views i always have uh, <laughs> cool so uh we've come to an end of uh, our episode and uh, thank you so much for listening and catch you soon bye bye